Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Four minutes past nine on this Sunday evening, the 15th of November and the second of the month of Safar. Mubarak to each and everyone. From myself, Shafiq Sadiq. The program being Salah Queries, we have Buta Ismail Philander on the other side there. And uh, remember, any question with regards to Salah that you uh, have been wondering and pondering about, you've never ever had the opportunity to pose the question, please send it to 47913. And uh, we will ask the Honorable Molana Fudel Jones once again in studio with us to um, see if he can uh, do justice to that, inshallah. Molana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. It's extremely honorable to be here, alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, Molana, <laughs> we um, ended off last week the program, uh, Salah Queries. And we had quite a few questions that we didn't get through, so I'm going mm. to get that off the system, inshallah. But uh, as per norm, we start off with the uh, the current, inshallah. Inshallah. So, Alhamdulillah, Ladi Ahyana Badama Amatana wa Ilayhin Nushur. When we wake up in the morning, we read, and we have been taught by our teachers, our, our ustads, our khalifas, our mothers, we read. All praise and all thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has given us life. For verily no one can give us life except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after he has given us death. Because verily no one can give us death except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa ilayhin nushur and we do know that we will return unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A sondach in sondach a sondach lands and then patas alhamdulillahilladhi asunna taqaitas. Alhamdulillahilladhi at'amana wa saqana wa ja'alana minal muslimin. All thanks and all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has fed us, who has given us something to drink. وَجَعَلَنَا مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ has made us Muslim. Greatest of all favors is to be a bearer of the kalima La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We thank and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for these favors. As was no funny jama'a, the jama'a'it kum. Then Pataos, Kufranaka, Alhamdulillahi Ladi Adhaba Anil Ada Wafani. We seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we praise and thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for taking away from us discomfort and granting us relief. For verily, there's so many people. In even as half ear ear in a sickle in advulnative. But Allah Ta'ala has honored us. And Allah has favored us to these to to favor us with these favors that we can go to toilet, we can come out of the toilet, and we can be relieved. So we thank and praise Allah Subhanahu wa Taala not only for these favors but for all the favors that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has given us. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Wa in ta'udu ni'matullahi la tuxsuha." If we should try to count. The favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will never be able to. Even with all our supercomputers, even with all our technology, even with all our infrastructure, our databases, we will never be able to count the favors and the ni'mats and the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we thank and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as much as, uh, as possible. And we thank Allah Ta'ala for giving us the ability to thank Him. Alhamdulillah, mashallah. Well, Lina, as you've mentioned there, you know, we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for granting us all these bounties, all these favors. And I, I, I'm taking us back now a couple of programs where we looked at the um, Sujudu Shahwi. Yeah. And um, 
and the um sujudu shukar sujudu um sujudu shukar for that and um when it was appropriate for us to do to do it why we should do it mm. and that all forms part of thanking allah subhanahu yes, wa ta'ala yes definitely subhanallah uh, and especially at that moment when we receive a favor um because the, at that moment we receive a favor sometimes shaitan he plays with us and he, he might uh Make us feel that it's our doings It is because of us Because of my intelligence Because of my ability Because of my good looks Because of my beautiful voice Or whatever I feel that I am so good at So shaitan plays with that And sometimes because of those things Kibber is created and so forth And when we receive a favor And uh, and, and we make dua For example uh, We make dua that the matriculants they, they have a favorable result so your name, you're looking for your name that did you pass or not? And that moment that you pass, what are you going to do that moment? Are you going to say, hey, I, I studied hard and it was me and it was me and it was me and it was me? Um, or are you going to realize that it was through the power, the kudrat and the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Yes, you did study hard. Yes, you did work hard. But first realize that you couldn't have studied hard. You couldn't have done all those things if Allah ta'ala didn't will it. So fall into sujood and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Beautiful reminder. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Um, one of the uh, issues of last week, or not the issue, but one of the um, important aspects Mulana put out there to the listeners is that we wanted them to interact with us with regards to when they go into sujood no, no, and uh, what do they feel how do they feel what do they say and how does it make them feel that they speaking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by placing the the um, the head no. of the body to the lowest part of the body which is onto the ground basically and um, we had one caller that that sent in and SMS, inshallah, we'll share that with everybody. But um, we'll keep that going for each and everybody out there. Please interact with us on 47913. Tell us exactly how you feel um, when going into Sujood. And more with Molana Fudel Jones after this, inshallah. This is the voice of the K. 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 alaikum. Welcome back to 91.3 FM Stereo. Yahoo Shafiq Sadiq. The program being Salah Queries with Ishmael Philander. And of course... Molina Fudel Jones, Molina, um, we ended off last week with one of the comments that was posted on the SMS line and it was, uh, can you make dua in Afrikaans? And Molina answered that, you know, in any language, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understands in each and any um, language. The other comment or the, the issue that Molina put out there is for listeners to please interact with regards to what do they feel. And from the number 9567, it said, Assalamu alaikum brothers when I am in sujood besides the arkan thoughts of that I bow down for nothing else and also that I am bowing down to the lords of the worlds not of this world only shukran Allahu akbar subhanallah yeah I, you know I, I was at, at at mosque for maghrib salah and I gave some nasiha and I and I and I said that this nasiha is so important at every aspect of our life this nasiha uh, deals with and uh, the nasiha was basically innamal a'malu binniyat wa innama likulli imri'in ma nawa a hadith often quoted a hadith that many of us know indeed actions is, is according to its intention uh, <coughs> so very important that our intentions when we do actions is very important uh, look sometimes we can go into sujood 
But we also do this for a wrong reason or for, for not for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ik wil misschien voor die persoon wees en die persoon wees. Ik maak zo lang zo doet. Um, so it must be purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So beautiful. Inshallah, may Allah make, uh, give us all ikhlas and accept from the, the listeners, inshallah. Amen. Amen, amen. One of the questions of last week, Molana, it said that we're in the, the, the program of salah queries. And we were speaking about the various positions within Salah. And from the number double one, double one, some people have their hands straight next to them in the standing position in Salah. So, uh, the, there's the, we do have different madhaib. Um, and in, certain, in some madhaib, um, they, they do allow or they recommend that the hand should be on the side. Uh, but the majority is of the opinion that the hand should be um, on the body, um, the right hand on top of the left. Um, some, like the Ahnaf, would say under the, the navel or on the navel. The Shafi Madhav says between the navel and the chest or close to the chest. And certain others says on the chest. So there's different, because we have different ahadith and the various ulama. Um, Going out and studying, studying really, doing some studying, not taking one book and reading it and thinking that they know, really doing serious studying throughout their lives, um, trying to understand what Allah Ta'ala means in the Quran, what the Hadith means. And uh, they have done these efforts and they have come to certain understandings um, with regard to what does the Hadith, what does the Quran mean, uh, or verses of the Quran mean, and they they have come to these conclusions, so they differ sometimes. They differ sometimes, uh, which is not uh, something that happens often. All of our, most of all of our accounts, we are in agreement with is this is this small masail way to place the hands. Uh, so some put it on the side, some put it under the navel, in the shafi madhab, between the navel and the chest, or more inclined towards the chest, um, and um, some on the chest itself. So may Allah SWT give us tawfiq and accept our salah. Right? That, is, that is the important aspect that Allah accept our salah, inshallah. On, from the number 6691, alaikum. when and until when can one make the hudu salah? So uh, the hudu salah meaning tahiyatul hudu, uh, this was an uh, act of um, Bilal radiallahu anhu. And uh, if I remember correctly, the hadith that speaks about the footsteps of Bilal, uh, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa heard in Jannat uh, This hadith is closely connected to this particular salah Because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa asked him What is it that you are doing That uh, Allah ta'ala is rewarding you such that I can hear your footsteps in Jannat And he says, well I don't know uh, The only thing I do is that whenever I break my hudu I take a new hudu And whenever I take a new hudu I make two raka'ats afterwards uh, So the ulama says that That um, after the wudu, that the, you can make, can make two rakats, but if you make any other salah between that salah and the wudu, then you cannot make it afterwards. Um, and that is basically it. So immediately after the, the actual wudu, you should make it and not delay um, it too long, inshallah. Another question from last week's uh, questions list, uh, Molana, from the number 1729. Salam, Sheikh, can ik dua mark in hail that my family word dua? Uh, the, once again, the intention here is important. If the intention is to cry for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but it also to, to, to be, it should be a form of ta'wah, for example, uh, that um, it should also encourage our family, then inshallah may Allah accept it. But remember that uh, 
one should not try to do these type of things where dual dual near. Uh, try to make our niyyah ikhlas and lillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and um, by doing these things ikhlas lillah uh, there's a beautiful hadith that says man tawadha lillah rafa'ahu Allah whoever humbles himself for, for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so, uh, Allah ta'ala will raise him um, so when we do our make our dua when we make our tahajjud salah we do it in the dead of night so that no one knows about it only it's only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, you don't need to tell anyone. You don't need to tell anyone because you are doing it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, but the end of the day is you, the effect of your words, the effect of your sight, the effect of uh, everything you do, uh, there will be uh, some effect and your family will see it and your, your, your children will see it and your, 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 your wife will see it. Uh, and then whatever you say, uh, because... Allah Ta'ala has given you inspiration, inshallah. So you don't need to force anything. Uh, Allah Ta'ala gives you wisdom, inshallah. Inshallah. Well, Lena, our last question from last week. I'm going to pose the question and we can go for ads, inshallah. From the number 7150, I think this is um, a pertinent question in the, in the sense that many people pose the question and not everybody hears the, the, same, the answer at the same time. Uh, it, with regards to a catheter, the person says, I have a catheter in, can I make solar? And can I take tayamu or can I take hudu? I can't walk by myself. So as we can hear, Molana, um, it is someone with a, a, a condition no, with regards yes. to the catheter. And there are many people out there that, that needs to have the catheter in for various perp- uh, reasons. And inshallah, after the break, we're going to ask Molana Fudel Jones to answer this question. And then we'll go further. Uh, where the positions of Salah is concerned. Stay tuned to 91.3 FM Stereo. Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Asalaamu Alaikum. Welcome back. 91.3. We have Molina Fudel Jones. The program being Salah Queries. Please uh, SMS us your questions with regards to Salah on 47913. We have our last question that we will be taking of last week's um, episode. And it is quite an important one with regards to when it comes to the catheter. I have a catheter in and... I would like to make salah. Can I take tayamu, or can can I take wudu? I can't walk by myself. Okay, so look, the, these questions it, it's fairly new questions as far as look. Many times the, the text we study is fairly fairly classical text, um, and what we generally do we make qiyas from the classical to to modern questions, and the, the catheter itself it it's basically. It uh, makes the it takes out the urine from the body, right? Um, and it's it's fairly difficult to control and these type of things. So the person that has a catheter is like a person that we we call uh, salasul bowl. He he cannot control his urine. Um, so this person, there's certain ahkam with regard to this person, how he should take wudu or when he should take wudu. So his wudu, not how, but his wudu is exactly the same like a normal person. But when should he take wudu? He should wait. He should not take wudu before the adhan or the waqt has entered. So he has, he has to wait for the waqt and adhan to, to go of that particular waqt and then only he takes wudu. So before that, that wudu, he has to cleanse himself from any najasat and so forth. Now the catheter, the problem with the catheter is obviously that he cannot remove the catheter and put it back. So uh, in the 
in the bag there's obviously najasat and so forth. So what you should make should should be careful with is trying to secure that uh, na- there's no leakages and so forth. But uh, the fact that there's najis, inshallah, we ask Allah subhanahu wa taala to be um, to pardon us for that, and it will be pardoned inshallah. So you take wudu after the waqt is entered and after adhan And that wudu even if your urine comes afterwards uh, It will not break that wudu It's a sin It's a sin That is just an example So it won't, the wudu won't break So there's no need for tayammum or, or any of those things You take that wudu and you can make your, the Farad Salah of that waqt as well as any other nawafil that you wish or if you want to read Quran and anything that wudu requires you can do even though you have the scaphita even though there's some dripping of urine while the waqt is in, uh, is in. the moment the waqt e- exits uh, then the wudu is breaks, broke, broken so you have to take a new wudu so that means uh, maximally you have to take five wudus uh, for the five awqat um, the fact that a person cannot walk, so it is permissible to ask for assistance, um, and uh, we should you should have someone. Uh, this is important that we should have someone that assists us, not for the person but for us. Uh, we should take care of our elderly. We should take take care of our sick. They have a haq over us because we are one Muslim ummah. And if we cannot take care of our sick and our elderly, then how can we take care of ourselves and our and our healthy and our and our families and our friends, inshallah. So please, for that particular person, give the give the instruction to your family that they should take care of you and they should take care of you in a in a in a in a merciful and good way, inshallah. I mean, give us I mean Molena, just before we go any further, that was all the questions of last week. And um we just got a, a important notice in on the R300 Vanguard Drive Highlands Road. Very serious. There are about 200 plus people that are busy throwing stones. And uh, we're asking each and everyone just to be careful out there and be vigilant and try to use other alternate routes. And um, that is happening right now as we are speaking. We are in the program Salah Queries with Molana Fudel Jones. We've had quite a few questions on the SMS line, Molana 47913. Shukran to everyone that has sent in messages for, for this evening. However, we need to look at um, another position in Salah, Molana. And I think it's very, it's one that we overlook many a times. Mm-hmm. And that is the position. Um, it's not a position of the, the actual um, movements in the Salah. It is actually the position of the Imam. Mm-hmm. And the Imam's position, position leading the Jama'ah, you know, um, we look at that in itself, and then of course the Jama'ah that mm-hmm. is being led by the Imam, inshallah. Yes, okay, very important, very important um, position. Um, I like the angle Shafiq is, is bringing up. Um, so the the Imam is obviously he's like the head. Uh, the exa- example is made like the head of the their body. So whatever the the mind says, the head says, uh, do the rest of the body generally follows. So this is very important that we should follow the Imam. Once the person has become, the, we have appointed him or he has taken the position of the Imam, we should follow him to the best of our ability. If he goes into Ruku after reading Surah Fatiha, you should follow him after you have read Surah Fatiha. If he comes up to Yatidal, um, the Imam, look, we, we, we cannot give, um, 
So we cannot uh, instruct the imams. The imams, they are learned, they have studied. Uh, so it's very important also that when we choose an imam or when we step forward for the imamat, that we must know what we are doing because it's not just in the ordinary position. Uh, up, up until today, whenever I step into the mimbar, it, it's as if for me I'm stepping into a, a different realm because the the weight, the difficulty uh, and the responsibility that you are taking, um, it seems easy. And many people, many people would say, yeah, it's just, it's, you're making normal salah, but it's not normal salah. You are standing in front uh, and you are leading the salah. Uh, you are leading the salah. So your salah must be the, the best a possible type of salah and trying to follow all the ahkam and the shurud and trying to fulfill all the sunan as well so that is for the imam as for those who follow they should obviously follow with um, with khushu and and try to follow the imam do not go uh, ahead of the imam very important do not go ahead of the imam do not uh, follow uh, because w- what happens many times especially once again i want to emphasize on the i'tidal and the julus bayna jalsa bayna sajdatain the setting the 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 when we coming up from ruku that position the standing over there and the setting between the two sujood many times uh, our brothers and our sisters they are in a hurry for these positions and they come up and immediately they want to go down to sujood sometimes it's our emotions sometimes we feel we want to fall into sujood but if the imam is still in i'tidal in that position you must also still wait until the imam goes down um, and when the imam is sitting between the two sujood uh, we must wait and sit um, sometimes what happens also is that uh, we we see the imam is, is moving and we didn't hear the imam say Allahu Akbar right? so the imam might be delaying his Allahu Akbar so that you can when you come up He's already up so that you can follow him. You cannot, you, you're not in power with him or you're not in front of him. So this is a recommendation for the imam. And uh, don't follow, if you, if you can hear the imam, don't follow his actions, but follow when he says Allahu Akbar. So when he says Allahu Akbar, then you f- follow the movement. Don't follow the movement when you see it and immediately you follow because this might create you f- going uh, before the imam. Um, as for this actual uh, the physical position of the imam one should not stand in front of the imam uh, one should not stand um, it's, it's not recommended to stand even parallel to the imam so you must be behind the imam even if it uh, if it's only two people maybe a, a, a foot one foot behind the imam if it is more this is for two men uh, uh, if it is ladies one of the things uh, in the Shahi Mother, if it is lazy ladies, we do have an imam. Uh, if it's only ladies and there's one lady that uh, we choose as the imam, she should stand in the center of the ladies and just a foot, one foot, one step um, ahead of them. Not like when, as we do it as the men, where the imam stands uh, almost a soft in front of us and the, rest, the first soft is behind him so she should only stand one foot this is very important and this is obviously it comes in the hadith that this is how Aisha radiallahu anha used to lead the, the woman of the of the sahaba radiallahu anha anhum or anhunna so very important the position of the imam and our relationship with that posi- position the first soft uh, is very important also um, 
and especially the person immediately behind the imam, he should be also a person that is, is learned. In in case anything happens to the imam, he can step in and fulfill uh, the the uh, or continue the imam the salah um, for the jamaat. Um, Imam, ja. net, net op die, um, die eerste schaaf en die man wat moest nou achter die imam staan, um, wat ons sal, sal het sê, hy moet qualified wees om dan die, die jamaat te leie as die imam nou moet uitval. Um, many times we see that um, there is a youngster that is standing behind the imam and it was due to perhaps him being early or perhaps sitting in the first schaaf and waiting for proceedings to start off. Um, how would one go about, you know? Knowing if this youngster is is uh, equipped, or should we ask him to perhaps just move one step to the left or to the right? Yeah, this is uh, this is obviously bil hikmah. We must always use hikmah. Um, so try to gauge um, gauge the youngster. Um, try to speak in a in a non-formal way. Uh, try to gauge what is his uh, level of understanding of certain aspects. And um, if one cannot or one finds that uh, his level is not on par for a person to stand in that particular position, if you are able to ask him nicely to, to, to stand next to you uh, or let someone uh, learn it stand in, in the immediately behind. But if, it, if it's not a train smash, look, um, the person behind, if he cannot do it, then the person next to him. If he cannot do it, then the person next to him. Any person in the first half, in fact, uh, can move to the front and take the position of the imam is this at the most important or the first person that gets preference is the first the person immediately behind um, but bil especially with our youngsters also young spanners we was playing a different zaman we stay in a different time um, so dealing with our youngsters, we cannot you cannot deal with our youngsters the way I I was dealt with, with by my grandfather. Always was and 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 this is how we learned. And Alhamdulillah, we are where we are because of those things. Um, but generally, the, the 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 youngsters of today, they don't they don't um, respond well to these type of um, actions. So to speak nicely, use our wisdom. Diversity uh, wisdom from from my opa. Um, we use different wisdom, um, and uh, sometimes it has negative effect, and that is what that is our worry, because uh, the negative effect you might chase the, the youngster away, and you don't want to be the suburb. Yeah, we don't want to be the suburb of that, inshallah. Well, and as you just mentioned, now it is either the first person or the one next to them, but generally, someone in the first shaft that will move forward and take the position of the imam. Now, looking at um, the imam, perhaps having made a mistake. And it is time for someone to say subhanallah. Yeah. Um, where do we go? Is it the first person behind the imam? And then after that? Or can inakhiyan and the shaf skri subhanallah? It is a person that, uh, that, the person that uh, sees the mistake basically first. Um, because the mistake should be rectified as soon as possible. Um, therefore, the first person behind the imam is, uh, should be the, uh, the second most learned person uh, after the imam. Uh, and we should also gauge mistakes. Look, we don't. We're not going to rectify uh, every single mistake um, uh, if if it's not needed. Right? If the person, uh, what happened in the week? I remember in the week, I forgot the ayat Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alamin. 
het is een aai dat I love, en ik kan niet om mij uitgekregen dat ik het die aai het vergeten. Ik kan enig aai het vergeten, maar voor elke vergeet ik die aai. So it's not a problem making the mistake. But alhamdulillah, there was people that um, the first person to re- to realize I, I made the mistake, he said, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, he read the ayat loud. And this was obviously, it, uh, I realized I missed the ayat, and then I repeated it. Um, so the very fir- the first person to realize the mistake, he should try to rectify it. Um, preferably, it should be the person uh, immediately at the back, uh, immediately behind the imam. But sometimes that person also, maybe is not, he didn't uh, recognize or and know that it, it was a mistake so then the very first person to recognize that there is a mistake that occurred um, and once again gauge the mistake if if it, the mistake is something that so some of our imams they read very fast for example so now the, the Buddha is already tweeted ayat and he made a mistake in the first ayat so are you going to rectify that first ayat now and then he must go back now and start rectifying when it was a um, uh, something that you could have rectified afterwards and tell them, look, you made a mistake there. Um, and from those people that make mistakes, uh, as also mistakes, Mark, as you, money. Please realize that. One Buddha told me that. As Molani a mistake, Mark, I'm going to go worried about Because then, as Molani is a mistake or something. So, so we all make mistakes, and when people rectify us, um, take take heed of that, inshallah. Allah knows best. Molani, another position in the salah is when we are sitting and we are now going to supplicate by making dua. Allah Akbar. And um, one thing that I, I learned over the weekend, which gave me a whole new view of from the the most powerful ayah of the old Quran Allah and that is Ayatul Kursi Subhanallah mm-hmm. we opened up the book we we opened up the ayah we read it together and um, the amount of 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 seeing things compared to hearing mm-hmm. and, and 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 just pronouncing without mm-hmm. seeing it overwhelmed me mm-hmm. to this to the extreme where I thought it's it's important for us to speak about Ayatul Kursi when in the sitting position and supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and generally we do that five times a day within our, our far, five fard salahs yes, no. um, the power of ayatul kursi is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. This, is, this also brings me to the point that uh, it's beautiful and important to read ayatul kursi after uh, the salah but one of the things I, I stress is that read, read surahs and ayat that really affects us in Salah. So imagine a person is making his Salah and after Surah Fatiha he reads Ayatul Kursi. Very little, very little of us do that. We read the, that Ayat. And uh, obviously it's important also, we must emphasize the reading it properly with Tajweed, with the Makharij and all these type of things. Please get yourself, I, I promote Mona um, Salim Peck's class, but any class that, that a person is teaching, um, how to read the huruf and the ayat of Allah Ta'ala properly. Um, go and sit and take our time, even if it is that we should learn over 10 years, 20 years, read how to, uh, in order to read properly, uh, let us do it, because that is not time wasted. This is not time wasted. Something that I would wish to, to share with the listeners that I experienced over the weekend was um, the first line of the ayah. The yes. first line of the ayah and the last line of the ayah uh-uh. is is almost the same. The second line and the second last line is almost the same. The third line and the third last line, the fourth line and the fourth last line, and in the middle line, and it is one of the miracles 
that we just didn't see until it was pointed out alhamdulillah and, and i really am grateful for that and i really look at ayatul kursi in a different way you know it's not just sitting and reciting the ayah so um if if you can take the opportunity and open up the especially the small surah yasins that we that we read out of it ayatul kursi mm-hmm. in there then have a look at um one of that miracle that was shown to me alhamdulillah and i wish to share that with, with each and every one it will it will shafiq because uh, I know where he learned it, Alhamdulillah. And um, this is once again that our classes is very important. Try to get ourselves involved in classes that we learn Quran. And this is uh, I know he learned it by his brother, Mullah Irshad, Sadiq. And uh, we have this beautiful structure on a Saturday morning uh, at Squail Masjid. Uh, it's basically from eight till about quarter past eleven where we do various subjects all trying to 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 draw from the quran to to make it no i had this program this weekend where we did values uh and uh, i got the, the the ladies and the men to write down five most valuable values of their lives man. and they wrote down things like respect things like adab things like tolerance things any, anything that you feel that is valuable to you your your value your values and uh, it just got them to think about these type of things this is all that we try because Quran Hadith it teaches us values it teaches our morals it teaches our etiquettes and uh, when we read Quran it stirs our heart man and, and so also, please try to get ourselves involved in those classes inshallah inshallah Malana, we're going for a break and just before that you know as you've just mentioned Go to classes where you can read and understand the Quran because when once you implement that that reciting of the Quran within your salah, it just becomes so much sweeter. Allah. Subhanallah. Allah. We're going for an ad break, 91.3 FM stereo. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Welcome back, 91.3 FM stereo with your host Shafiq Sidiq. Buta Ishmael Philander pressing the buttons and Molana Fudel Jones, the Imam of Rahmania Masjid in Sonata Street in Steenburg. Molina, we have quite a few questions. I think we're going to go into that, inshallah. Um, the first one is, do you need wudu for salat, salatul shukr? Um, that is from the number 1018. Uh, yes, yes, you do need uh, wudu. And uh, um, besides needing wudu, um, as, a, as, a, as one of the shurut, we need wudu because wudu is a weapon of a believer. We don't want to in our daily life, in our daily life, in our normal walking to work. If uh, in, in our sitting in our office, or whether it's, um, mixing daga or whatever, we need it is a it is a recommendation for us to have all those. Subhanallah. From the same number one zero one eight, a comment with regards to the different positions within salah. When we go on Hajj, we will experience and tolerate different madhabs and different postures. Yes, beautiful, beautiful. Inshallah. Next question, Molana from 4868. Molana, is it okay for a lady to salah with wide cuffs or must it fit close on her skin? Um, as long as the, the, the cuffs itself uh, doesn't expose, because it's so wide, it doesn't expose the skin uh, under the, 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 the arm, basically. So the forearm. If the forearm is exposed as far as w- w- a person can see the skin, then that. Um, the the cuff should be either tied or closed so that uh, that doesn't happen because obviously that is part of the person's aura the woman's aura 
From the number 7295, Molana, before I make my witter salah, I always make two rakahs shukr salah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakallah, beautiful. Please make dua for, for us in that salah. Um, because making salah to shukr is uh, showing your gratitude. And my Allah accept, inshallah. Amen. Amen. From the number 4323, three, when does Fajr end? Is it at sunrise or Ishraq? If I wake up a few minutes before sunrise, can I make Fajr or must I wait a while? And until what time? The moment we wake up, the moment we wake up, if we have uh, overslept, the moment we wake up, we make our Fajr Salah. Fajr uh, our Farid Salah is of those Salah. It doesn't matter what time it is. If we have missed it, it doesn't mat- matter what time we make it up. Um, because we want to clean our slate in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us not Afrikaans, but as, as of Allah ta'ala says, jump in the front, jump us. And the moment I realize I didn't make my salah, I am going to take wudu immediately and I'm going to make that salah that I have to make, inshallah. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from us, inshallah. Inshallah, Malina, um, quite a serious one with regards to the positions of uh, within the masjid. The Imam and the Jama'ah um, The person has noted That um, Musalli Will come in And doesn't greet The Imam, stands behind the Imam um, Basically Makes Salah with the Imam But not all the actions Or makes the actions late Or before When it comes to um, after the Salah And the Imam makes Dua This person is all on their own And they make Dua all on their own But they make it quite loud Distracting other musallis And for the person that has seen this It is very disturbing Because we've just spoken about the position of the imam And the first person behind the imam Yet this person has witnessed this in the masjid Yeah, subhanAllah I, I, While you were reading the question One thing came to mind Look, this, The bombing in France And, and um, all this fighting happening I find that Look, com- comparatively speaking, Islam uh, or the Islam that we practice in, in, in Cape Town is fair. It's quite close to the Islam that Rasulullah um, taught us. And we are very tolerant and we are very peace-loving because that's what Islam teaches us, people as Muslims. And one of the reasons for that is our imams. One of the reasons for that is our respect for our imams. And what happens, what, what's happening in the, uh, maybe like f- the Western country is that we have these youngsters and we have these individuals that uh, they can they can read Arabic perhaps or they they have learned some some hadith and they can they think that they can pick up the Quran and they can pick up one hadith book and they understand the entire deen and whatever the Imam says he's a, he's a old man or he's whoever whoever and I am better than him and all these things so what happens they go into a different path a wrong path they mix with the wrong people and then they end up um, blowing themselves and people up uh, and let's uh, what, I, what, what I'm trying to say is that the reason why Islam is so strong in Cape Town in South Africa is because of our respect for our imams if we are not going to respect our imams if we are not willing to even tie our salah with, with the imam then how can we tie our life with the imam and Rasulullah says treat people uh, on their rank so if you have a person, an elderly person, you treat him with respect. If you have a youngster, you treat him with uh, with kindness, with mercy. 
and our imams Rasulullah SAW gave special gave special privilege to these people um, and because they are people of Quran they are people of a hadith they are people that lead us uh, look if these people make dua the best dua is the dua of the salah and uh, we make dua of the salah so if if this imam is making dua for for us to be our salah to be accepted and we say amin well will that dua not be accepted by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when allah ta'ala is willing he loves that dua so much um, so from my uh, look we don't even want to discuss the ahkam with regard to this particular question we want to discuss the moral lessons or the moral values that we have once again the value aspect uh, we have the value of respecting our imams and this is one of the reasons why islam is so strong in, in south africa alhamdulillah also, it comes down to the musallis within the masjid going to masjid for salah and um, picking up the the different feelings because people send out positive or negative vibes and this gets pick, picked up quite easily. At the end of the day, you want to, um, you know, create that mahabba amongst, yes. amongst each and everybody, whether you're young or old, it doesn't matter. Um, but you are there for one purpose and that is to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with regards to your leader. You yes, have to follow. Yes, yeah, very important. The the the, the leadership, like, like I said, they imagine your hand is doing whatever it wants to without the the, the head telling it to do. So how a type of uh, how would you be able to walk? How would we know we do have these people with with certain diseases that they cannot control their, their limbs, and how difficult it's for them um, to to do these things. So it's important that. If someone is placed in charge of us, sometimes we we might be we might even be more intelligent than the person. But because that person has a position of authority, uh, we should respect him for that position. Um, we're not going to say he's a ilah or whatever, but he has the position of the imam. He has been appointed as the imam, so we treat him with respect and kindness and. Uh, uh, try to follow him, inshallah. We should inshallah. follow him, inshallah. Molina, yeah. we've got about four more questions after the break. We'll we'll end up with that, and we are in the program. Salah queries on ninety one point three FM stereo. Voice of the K. Assalamualaikum. Welcome back to the last segment of the program. Salah queries, and Molina, I said we have about four more questions, inshallah. The first one comes from the number two eight two eight with regards to our request of last week. What do you feel, and how do you feel when making? Uh, sujood uh, This person says Assalamu alaikum Dear brothers Whenever I prostrate in sajda I feel so humble and grateful to Allah Who grants me this blessing To still be able to put my head on the ground Because a friend said That they wish Or he or she wishes That they could still prostrate down to the ground With their forehead touching it Because at the moment They are making salah sitting Due to a certain illness Subhanallah, Subhanallah. I, I think not only should we thank Allah SWT, But we should cry in front of Allah SWT To keep this this favor um, To keep us with this favor Because uh, verily It is something that uh, Many, many, many uh, elderly has, has told me That look, they must They must putting their head on the ground uh, but obviously Allah Ta'ala will accept the, 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 the salahs and so forth But just the feeling, maybe they must the feeling um, Of putting the actual actual head on uh, on the actual ground Because it's really a humbling, it's a humbling uh, position And it's a humbling feeling That uh, you, ha- you you lower yourself uh, to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala 
The next one from 9369. Assalamualaikum. When is it the right time to make your witr salah if you're going to stand up for tahajjud? Um, the witr salah should be the last salah you make uh, for the evening. So if you are going to make the tahajjud salah, then you must make the witr salah afterwards. But be, be, be very careful with regard to the witr salah and the tahajjud salah. If, if there's a, if there's a possibility of you for oversleeping for, for, for tahajjud and uh, waking up for fajr for example then try to make the witr beforehand and then you can even make the witr again after the tahajjud salah um, one other aspect as well is that Rasulullah used to make qada of this salah as well if he missed it then he used to make qada of it so it is also permissible to make qada of it um, this shows obviously the piety or the level of piety of Rasulullah we make qada of a faral salah May Allah protect us Amen Rasulullah used to make qada of his sunan Nawafil salah Well Anna, another question that comes um, in The, the um, position behind or in the first shaft How important is it for those Or for whoever is going to be making salah and there is an imam in the front there For that people to connect to the imam um, It is important for them to connect with the imam Because that is, that is what jamaat is If you are not connected to the imam Then that, that you are making individual salah um, Look, as far as the niya is concerned um, Should you make the in your niya say I'm, I'm connecting in, Should you use the word connecting And those type of things No, you don't need to use the word connecting But you, are, you know that you are making Jamaat Salah uh, in, in your, Especially in Juma as well You have to make the intention That I'm making Jamaat Salah Jamaatan um, in, your, in your heart Obviously um, So if you are not connecting To the, the, the Imam Then you are making individual Salah And uh, even if you are standing amongst A thousand people in front of the Kaaba And you are not prepared to Connect yourself with Imam Sudais um, Then You are making Salah on your own and uh, salah, one of the, the, the hikam, the wisdoms behind the farai salah is to create jama'at. And uh, even though you are conforming with the actions, your heart is not united with the ummah. And this is a very, very serious thing. And uh, the one hadith that comes to mind, Man shadda shadda finnar, whoever goes separate from the, the jama'at, who moves away from the jama'at, uh, whether it's physical movement or whether it's movement in the heart, that man shadda shadda finnar, he is moving away towards the fire of Jahannam. So we ask Allah SWT to protect us from, from this this thing that uh, because shaitan plays with our emotions, you know. Um, the, the imam might do something that I don't like and so forth, or he has done, there's some thirst or that. that. Um, uh, the Sahaba radiallahu anhu had the quality of they were merciful amongst each other. Um, the, the ayat is just missing, myself, missing me um, um, But they used to be severe on the, against the disbelievers And they used to be merciful They used to be merciful amongst each other And this is one important quality that we must try to implement in our lives That be merciful towards your brother Be merciful towards your sister Be merciful towards your mother, your father Be merciful towards the musallis You know, as musallis And so forth um, 
Because this is, you know, the masjid, Allahu Akbar. We love the masjid so much. And when we come there, we come with our full heart. And we come with sincerely to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then as I have put up, I must not it's done, but that may, for my, that's irritated for me. So um, be very careful. That is when shaitan comes in. Uh, be merciful towards that brother. If he, if he does something out of the Qibla, in a sense, um, then Pratna Moy, inshallah, speak nicely to him with hikmah, with wisdom, inshallah. From the number 6280, oh, what must I do if I can keep my hudu and I already did miss two waktus because of my hudu? Uh, I think it's can't. Can't, uh, yeah. Can't. If you I can't, can't keep, keep my hudu, and if, uh, don't do not do not miss uh, the waktus. Please, muniri waktus masi. Once we we have explained this, and we will explain it again, inshallah, uh, and we will explain it as much as possible. Uh, please ask if you if you are not clear, ask again and again. This is this is our our responsibility for what we have been taught. We have to. Um, uh, Give it over, inshallah. So after the adhan and after the waktus entered, you take wudu after. Also um, after adhan, after uh, the waktus entered, you purify yourself from any najasat, and then you take wudu. Once the day wudu, khafatul istiqsi asasuza ista wudu. Day wudu breaks money. It doesn't break. It only breaks after the waktus exited. So for that waktu, you must make that salah. Even if you are farting, even if you are whatever, you are breaking your wudu continuously, that those things doesn't, for that person, those things does not break the wudu and you can make your salah. And even as the, the imam, was, for example, preferably you should not take try to be the imam because obviously it's a difficult thing. And the uh, so you can but it's preferred that you shouldn't if you have uh, some some type of illness like that. Um but even if you are in sujood and you are farting and you are had that a problem, maybe a gastro type of problem, you cannot keep your hudu. Your hudu as a aista hudu, you carry on. You finish your salah, and only when the waqt exits, inshallah, the hudu will be break, broken. We say shukran to Molana Fudel Jones. Molana, there's more questions coming in. Alhamdulillah, shukran to everybody that has uh, interacted with us. Um, I think Molana, next week, inshallah, we start the program again. With the last question that was just posed now, and Molana did answer it, but as you said many times, and people um, miss the answer, so we will start off next week's program with uh, the, the the questions that we didn't uh, get to answer this week, inshallah. Shukran so much, Molana. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh.